Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Dump, a fantasy baseball podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Week 20 Report. Wow. Everybody just taking a deep breath with me real quick. Soak in that late August air. I hope you all had a fantastic summer. It is a beautiful time of the year. The leaves are slowly starting to change. Football season's right around the corner. Just did my first fantasy football draft with the guys over at the Mark Daniel Barber Shop in their Barbers vs. Clients League. Shout out to the guys in Jersey City, Mark, Jesse, Mike, and the crew. Basketball season's just a month away, as are the MLB playoffs. And for those of you who are tuning into the show this week, I appreciate you, by the way. You're likely starting your first week of the fantasy baseball playoffs, or you have a must-win week to get in. So let's skip the recent action and just get right to the meat and potatoes, baby. I got you on the streams of the week. Monday, August 29th. Looking at my guy, Brayon Bayo of Boston. At home versus Minnesota. Just about 5% owned. Bayo just returned from a trip to the injured list in style against one of the scariest offenses in the game. He held Toronto to just two earned runs, six hits, one walk with seven punch outs across the five innings. This week, he lines up with a nice two-star week against weaker opponents in Minnesota and Texas, making him the best choice among pitching streamers on Monday. Don't let his early struggles in the majors fool you. In AAA, Bayo struck out 12.4 per nine with a 2.76 ERA, 1.193 WHIP. For those of you in a must-win week here, Bayo's got some high-risk, high-reward written all over him. Despite the early struggles in the majors, he has now generated an outstanding 70.8% of ground balls, which would be third in the league, with upper 90s velo. I like the 23-year-old's odds this week. Roll him out. Tuesday, August 30th. Looking at Matt Manning of Detroit at home versus Seattle. Around 15% owned. The former number 20 prospect of the MLB's 2020 Top 100. One of the best options for Tuesday. He lines up to face KC on Sunday also. Manning's quietly performed at an elite level through 38 big league innings in 2022. With plenty left in the tank. Not a ground ball pitcher, but he's excelling in called strikes plus whiffs at 30.5%, which should lead to a higher K percentage rest of season, along with more strikeouts. He's limiting hard contact to a league 13th best 21.7%, and he's rocking a 2.75 X ERA as a nice complement to the 2.37 ERA with his 1.11 whip on the year. Wednesday, August 31st, looking at Jose Quintana of St. Louis at Cincinnati, around 35% owned. Quintana's been one of the model pitching streamers in 2022. Having gone relatively undrafted, his ownership percentage now reflects that of a reliable streamer. 3.45 ERA, 3.78 XERA, 3.28 FIP, and 3.72 XFIP. Hasn't let up over two earned runs once in his past seven starts, with three quality starts along the stretch. Yes, 7.8 walk percentage and 1.32 whip, a little higher than we want him to be, but he's now backed by the Cardinal defense, which makes them a bit less concerning. Offense will help him get more wins too. 
Meanwhile, he's been solid with both a 47.8 ground ball percentage and a 26.9 hard contact percentage all year, which should lead him to a strong finish with St. Louis. That starts with an easy matchup this week on Wednesday against Mike Miner in Cincinnati. Thursday, September 1st, J.P. Sears of Oakland at Washington, around 10% owned. Sears, the former Yankee prospect, he got shipped off to Oakland, and he's having a great year. I mean, this one, Oakland versus Washington, we're looking at two young pitching streamers going pound for pound against two bad offenses. But I see Sears coming out on top. From AAA to limited action in the majors, Sears has posted far superior numbers compared to his opponent in Cade Cavalli. Across 43.1 innings in the bigs, he's sporting a 2.28 ERA and a 1.108 whip as he transitions beautifully from the 2.32 ERA and 0.861 whip that he posted over 101 innings in AAA. He's not striking batters out like he did in the minors, but the results are there. And Oakland should be able to get him a lead in this one. Cade Cavalli is playing in just his second big league game. In the first, he got torched. Seven earned runs over 4.1 innings. And he wasn't too special down in the minors either. His AAA numbers? 4-4-4 ERA, 1-3-1-5 whip across 121.2 innings. Nothing to be afraid of. Friday, September 2nd. Looking at Domingo Herman of the Yankees. Pitching at Tampa. Around 25% owned. Herman's everything you want from your pitching streamer. He's keeping batters off base with a great 5.2 walk percentage and 1.11 whip. He's playing for one of the best offenses and defenses in baseball. He owns a 3.19 ERA with a 3.88 XERA backing it up. And despite his Ks being dramatically down across 42.1 innings in 2022, with just 31 so far, 29-year-old boasts a career 9.4K per 9 ratio. If I'm not mistaken, Germán finished 2019 with an ownership percentage in the 90s. He went 18-4 with a 4.03 ERA, 1.147 whip, and 9.6Ks per 9. With three of his last four starts gone quality, I'd roll him out Friday and straight into the fantasy playoffs. Saturday, September 3rd, my boy Nicky Lodolo of Cincy at home versus Colorado, around 25% owned. Lodolo is getting back-to-back -back honors on the pitching streamers list. Didn't go spectacularly last week in his two-star week. He let up seven earned runs with, quotes, only 10 Ks in the 12.1 innings. But there was a very big and bright spot he posted under a one whip last week with just eight hits and three walks over the 12.1 innings. Big improvement for a guy with a season-long 1.517 whip. And that's now three straight starts for him under a one whip. Two of those three, he went seven innings deep also. I mentioned last week Lodolo is sporting one of the best K per nines in the game at 11.6 with an elite 28.2 K percentage and 30.6 called strikes plus whiffs percentage. He's limiting hard contact very well also to 21.9%. Lodolo, plenty left in the tank having only tossed 60 innings this year. I'll be looking to run him in any winnable game for Cincy rest of season. I believe two starts from now, he's projected to face the Pirates. Sunday, September 4th, capping off the week with Spencer Watkins of Baltimore. At home versus Oakland, just around 5% owned. Watkins has posted three quality starts over his past five innings, 
with a 3.81 ERA and a 1.115 WHIP across the stretch. While it hasn't quite translated to wins for him, they are great numbers for a man of his ownership percentage. Both are superior to his season-long yet respectable 3.96 ERA and 1.321 WHIP. Sure, the advanced stats are nothing pretty, but they don't always have to be to see results. Watkins is playing well, and Baltimore is one of the hottest teams in baseball. He's the best one of the pitching streamers you can run to come away victorious on Sunday with an easy matchup against the Athletics. Next up, I got you on a little firepower to cap off the season and keep you going strong through the playoffs with a little pumper dunk. Recent pumps still widely available and playing well. William Contreras, Vaughn Grissom, Jose Miranda, cousin of Lynn Manuel the Great, Luis Rangifo, Albert Pujols, Lars Nootbar, Jake McCarthy, Christian Arroyo, and a couple pitchers in Dustin May and Eddie Cabrera. Despite getting knocked around by the Dodgers, happens to the best of us, Cabrera is a great guy to run the rest of the way. So here's a few more for you. First up, Riley Green, outfielder for Detroit, around 30% owned. If you've been rocking with me for a while, you know I've been on him back to the beginning of the year. He spent the beginning hurt, but he came back, and he's taking his time getting settled in the bigs. It explains his low ownership percentage as a former top five MLB prospect compared to his fellow rookie comrades like J-Rod. But last week... He just slashed 476, 522, 952 with two biscuits and five RBIs. If this is a sign of things to come for the fantasy baseball playoffs, do not miss out. Next, Corbin Carroll, outfielder for Arizona. The number three prospect of the MLB's top 100 is expected to get the call today, baby. Do not miss on this kid. He's still only around 25% owned on Yahoo and just 5% on ESPN. And that will not last. Dude has league-winning potential. Every category contributor down in the minors this year, he slashed 303, 422, 604. It's over 1,000 OPS in 91 games with 23 homers and 31 steals. Get him everywhere you can. And... Couple Cincy bats for the shallower leagues. TJ Friedel, outfielder, around 2% owned. He's been in the bigs for just two weeks, slashing 433, 500, 833, with two homers, two RBIs, six runs, and a swipe bag. That's all in just 30 at bats. And you're looking to ride the hot hand? Sometimes you just got to check out the worst teams in the game and see who's actually performing for them. Another guy over in Cincy, Donovan Solano, second base, third base eligible, around 5% owned. And 180 bats on the year, dude slashing 333, 384, 450. Not a big power guy or a speed guy, but he's getting on base. He's got a high average, lots of hits, with a healthy amount of doubles mixed in. That's all I got for you in week 20, folks. Really appreciate you tuning in. Hit me up anytime with questions at Morning D Fantasy, Instagram, Twitter. I got you. You can find me on Reddit, user The Morning Dump. Any of my streamers of the week that you missed, you can find them on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I do some writing for them, and my streamers of the week segment gets published every Monday morning. 
Good luck in week 20. Whether you're fighting for a spot or you're kicking off the playoffs, all the best of luck to you. Streamers, free agents, who to start, anything. Happy to give you my hand. Sudden death overtime now. Winner, go home. Keep riding with me. Let me know how you're doing. And I'll catch you all same time next week. And remember, can't have your coffee without the morning dump.